forever. Dog. Everybody, mutt scouts. Seriously, you look out for these dogs. You foster a dog. It's such an incredibly rewarding experience. And again, anybody in Los Angeles fosters one of these dogs, you let me know. I'm not kidding. I'm going to take care of you. You, you, you. you don't worry about that. I want to tell everybody now the Patreon is uh, patreon.com slash the best show. That's how you support the best show. You go to the Patreon and that's what keeps the show in the air. And that's what lets us do things like this. It's uh, it's ridiculous to do things like this. And we get to do them because of your support. And we have all bonus stuff up there. Every Sunday, a new thing goes up for everybody over on the Patreon. Now, we have in the studio our friend uh, Duffy uh, Boudreaux. Everybody knows Duffy, of course, right? Everybody loves Duffy, right? Can't get enough of Duffy. That's the mic, Duffy. You're talking to the mic. Is this good? Yeah, that's good. That's the mic. Now, Duffy, what what shows have you worked on? I have worked on uh, Documentary Now. Documentary uh, Now, okay. The first three seasons of that. The first three seasons. And then um, first season of Big Mouth. First season of Big Mouth, okay. And um, lately, or... I guess the last um, six years of my life have been uh, working on Barry. Let's welcome to the show, Bill Hader. (laughs) Hello. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. Is that Bill Hader? Yes, that's me. Is it? I can't hear him. Oh, can you hear me? (gasps) Hello? Yes. Hello. There we go. Do we have sound in the booth? Hello. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Great. It's so exciting to see you. Duffy's here in the building. Hey, Duffy. Hey, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) How's it going? (laughs) So, this is very exciting. Bill Hader, you have broken away from the pack. I'm not going to say this. First of all, how did you become the world's greatest director? When did that happen? Oh, I don't know. I, I don't think, I'm, but no, I, I don't, you know, I mean, Duffy can tell you we were much more of like a movie nerd than a movie and comedy guy, but, but very much like making short films and stuff growing up. That was much more the, the focus growing up and like leaving Oklahoma where we were from. And, you know, that that's really what you wanted to do was was make movies and then that's why i moved out to la i was a production assistant and all that, that was that was always the focus mm-hmm. yeah and what were what were those first jobs again as a pa oh i was well the first job i had was on a um actually was on a, a usc short film i think it was usc short film about uh with frank Gorshin. The was the, in it. the riddler the Riddler and Master Impersonator. Yes. And I would watch him do impersonations of people on the set of this little weird horror horror short. Mm-hmm. And I remember that one. I had to dig a grave. That was my, my job. <laughs> you literally had to <laughs> dig a grave. I literally had to dig a grave. And then I was on a movie called <clears throat> Two Little Heroes. Um, that was like Home Alone, but with dogs. It was a straight-to-video thing. This is in the late 90s. And then the first big one was Collateral Damage with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And then I was in the Sam Raimi. I worked on the Sam Raimi Spider-Man 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I worked on Scorpion King. Those were the big ones. And, I, and then I, I also worked on a, a movie, K Pax. Kevin Spacey, the great Kevin Spacey. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I once was K Pax for Halloween. It was the easiest costume I've ever had. I had a pair of sunglasses and a banana. And that was enough to get me over the hump with my K Pax costume. No, it was like, and then people were just like, ah, see, screw you. Well, it's like, what are you? I'm K Pax. And they're just like, oh, stop it. It's the biggest cheat ever um yeah so everybody this year if you're looking for a great costume these are the top costumes lion uh tiger king that dude <laughs> k-pax oh, no. <laughs> right there be k-pax or tiger king yeah um yeah what was your favorite halloween costume bill as a kid were you big on halloween Oh yeah, I was obsessed with Halloween. I, you know what I used to go as. This shows how nerdy I was. I really loved the Disney Ichabod Crane with Bing Crosby in it. I was obsessed with what Bing Crosby did all the narration and mm-hmm. songs and stuff. So I was Ichabod Crane. I think like three years in a row. Okay, I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's a good costume. How about you, Duffy? Biggest costume hit for you? No. Oh. No, I can't transformers when I was a kid. So you were one of those. You were one of those. You were one of those. Cobbling together. Like I a, got you the costume like at the store. Shantytown, the sheet, know? like the plastic sheet and the mask. Yeah, like, like, well, the, I'm Iron Man. Yeah, I put like boxes it's, together and put like um, it's, like aluminum foil around. It. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it'd be like, I'm Cape Man. <laughs> yeah, I don't even yeah. know if I had a name for the Transformer. It was just yeah. Transformers. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we were having a discussion earlier on the show, Bill, about whether Booberry, the cereal mascot, is the ghost of Bing Crosby. Uh-huh. And if you think about it, wearing the, the straw boater, he kind of talks like this. Like, like, but, so is that is yeah. that the dead Bing Crosby is now a cereal mascot? Yeah, maybe that's. Yeah, maybe there was an early AI thing. And they just kept, they yeah. just held on an analog version of that where they said, bang, just do a bunch of vowels. Yeah. And we can make this whatever we want. Yeah. <laughs> just like, ah, eh, Booberry, what? Do the, do the, what's the, do the, uh, do the, the, the Crosby thing, whatever. His family's then, not going to catch up. Uh, the only thing we could really make him say is Booberry. So I guess we better make a so called blueberries. <laughs> now, uh, I was told by a friend of ours to ask you about the Van Halen brothers. Oh, <laughs> Alex and Eddie. Well, yeah. So I know who the friend was. It was John Worcester. It was and, John Worcester, yes. And John laughs, and 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 Damian Abram from from uh turned out a punk yeah he um we've been on a text chain now the three of us i would say going on four years Uh and most uh a lot of stuff but the thing i do like is i will call them as the van halen brothers um because there's an interview with the van halen brothers that i'm obsessed with and now i can't find 
which is them talking about David Lee Roth when he came out. Do you remember when David Lee Roth joined them on stage at the BMAs? Yes, and, the, and when I, they were floating the possibility of a possibility reunion. of getting back together. And like that's the night that David Lee Roth kind of killed the possibility he blew for it. years. Yeah, because he pissed them off. And they would, the thing that made me laugh was, so it's always, you know, Eddie Van Halen's like, you know, it's like, he, go, he goes out there and, and, you know, Dave's doing his stuff, like, bada bully bobbity. And, and then, and it's always Alex Van Halen is always just interjecting. It was like, yeah, Dave went out there, went out there. And, and, you know, no judgment, no judgment, but his word ethic sucked. No judgment, no judgment, no judgment. <laughs> Guy's work ethic stunk. Terrible. Tell, tell him the... And then <laughs> this guy, he, he, he goes out there on Bobby but it was totally disrespectful to Beck. Totally disrespectful. Beck was Beck's moment. It, it, totally disrespectful to Beck. And so I would call those guys as mm-hmm. Van Halen brothers. And then John Mullaney and Fred Armisen and I had a, a text chain as the Van Halen brothers uh, uh, rear-ending somebody. And it uh-huh. was... <laughs> if you were rear-ended by the Van Halen brother. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember how much. I do remember that they called a press conference about the rear-ending that no one cared about, but they just assumed it was going to be new. <laughs> and that they were up at the thing, and no one was asking questions, but Eddie Van Halen was going, one at a time, one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> one at a time, one at a time. Does everybody stop? But everybody's just sitting there. <laughs> These, these are, there are jokes where John and I will talk about a thing and we've built up such a mythology about someone. And then we always talk about like, what if we met that person and then yeah. tried to explain it to them and be like, hold on, yeah. there's going to be a few stages to this. I just wanted you to hang on. We were talking about <laughs> what if you. And it's just like you they they would already be gone. Like, what are you talking about me for like that? Exactly. And then I've done that for people who knew Eddie Van Halen and they were like, Oh, Eddie is like the you know, was the nicest guy on the planet. He was such a great guy and everything. And then I feel bad and I go, Yeah, I'm the impression is based solely on one interview I saw of them mm-hmm. uh from that time and it just their their energy was really funny to me. Yeah. But and, I no offense to it's don't you know. worry, they're gonna be okay. The the Alex <laughs> Van Halen will get through this. It uh I loved the Sammy Hagar had a thing where he when he was in his book, which I recommend to everybody read. It's called Red, and I read it. Um he said that you knew when Eddie was in a bad place when he would show up doing dressed like a samurai he was just like <laughs> he was like oh eddie's in a bad bad place now when he shows up with the the bandana tied and they're just like it's gonna be a bad stretch eddie's eddie's dressing like a samurai now i'm reading david lee ross book right now mm-hmm. crazy and that is um incredibly insanely entertaining he calls a couple of times. He calls the reader Jake. <laughs> <laughs> now I will say, and that guy was Alex Van Halen, Jake. You know, yeah. but then at one point he says, 
you know, he says something went wrong in Chinatown in Los Angeles. <laughs> and he said, but you know, it's Chinatown, Jake. Yeah, he's playing <laughs> trap. Yeah. It's uh yeah. It's taking the scenic route to that one. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's 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 uh endlessly entertaining to me. There's a very great there's a great clip of him in night in 1984 i think live where he can't it's them live and it's just him doing crowd work and there's just a whole i want to say a whole minute of him just with the biggest smile on his face looking at the crowd going crazy and then he just keeps looking back at the band (laughs) and he looks back at the crowd and he looks back and it goes on like a sheer minute (laughs) it's It still is one of the most perplexing things to picture Van Halen, biggest album, the 1984. They're bigger than ever. And then David Lee Roth is kind of just like, I think I'm going to do an EP. Yeah. That I'm going to cover a Love and Spoonful song on it, a Louis (laughs) Louis Prima song, a Beach Boys song. And it's just like, you realize you just need to do another one of these Van Halen albums. Like, and everything's going to be taken care of. Like, the doc, there's a great documentary of Van Halen tour, the first tour with Sammy Hagar, and it is it's on YouTube, and a lot of it is just them taking shots at, at Dave. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, down to this, like, look how Sammy eats his, his cereal. Yeah, Dave wouldn't do it like that. <laughs> now, look, now, see how Sammy's just having a good time, you know? No talking back. Yeah, they wouldn't do that. And then you know there's a point where Sammy knows just like you know when when somebody like trash talks the previous person to such a degree you just know your number is up soon. Like they're going to do the same thing to you. It's a matter yeah. of time. I'm guilty of this. I've had friends go, "You know what, Bill? I'm a little nervous." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've I've worked on in my life, but it is true that um, I always think my friend Brian Craig has the best story. Where his brother Jeff, his favorite two bands were Van Halen and Sammy Hagar solo. <laughs> <laughs> Those are his favorite groups. And then Brian heard, "Did you hear Sammy Hagar is the new lead singer of Van Halen?" <laughs> He said he ran home and he went into his brother's room and he went, Jeff, you'll never believe this. Sammy Hagar is the lead singer of Van Halen. And he said his brother thought for a second and then did a fist pump and went, decent. <laughs> like, not great. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was like. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what if everything you wanted came true? Like if Charlie at the end of the Willy Wonka was kind of just like decent like just you get the chocolate factory charlie yeah it's like cool that's a lot of work yeah, <laughs> yeah. like the idea of that yeah and the other thing with this with willy wonka is how do you think these oompa loompas felt that they built this place on their yeah. sweat and toil they're basically indentured servants at best these yeah. oompa loompas and then they find out Willy Wonka's going to step down and they're just like, okay, well maybe we'll get 
somebody from the inside will get promoted. It's like, no, we're going to put some uh, tickets and candy bars. And one of these idiot kids will run this whole place. I feel like you've been beating this drum for a while, Tom. What, I, pit, what, I will say this. Really got a, I will, it bothered me so much. I actually had a meeting ab- about Willy Wonka. It was a therapy and, session. And told them this. Uh-huh. And <laughs> that there should be a show. Because they're like, oh, we're doing all this Roll Doll stuff. It's going to be thing. I was like, well, this is the story it should be. Is about the Oompa Loompas getting overlooked because they went to a bunch of kids, British kids, and these Oompa Loompas got stolen from their country. That they're basically enslaved, and just the reaction of the Oompa. And I've never had a a thing in a meeting go more flat than that did. It really was just like, well, thanks for. We kind of want it to be more about the uh, the fun at the chocolate factory. <laughs> like children and chocolate is what people are looking for, not like the faces of little people. Yeah, uh, overlooked and kind of just yeah. Also, I think about that too because also the thing is that they find that out, and then the next thing is, and uh, so these uh, tickets aren't going to put themselves in the candy bars by themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, so uh, I was kind of wondering if you'd. I'm wondering if uh, you guys put five of them in uh, a couple of candy bars, spread around, and then who was? Whatever. I still, I would want either the story to be about the Oompa Loompas, or the or the maniac who tried to fake one of the golden tickets when they thought all all of them were. <laughs> well, they found it at the last second. They found that there was one more out there. You could do like. If you could do a movie about flaming hot Cheetos or all of these things, there is a movie about the guy who faked a golden ticket to try to get into the <laughs> chocolate factory and then got busted at the last second. Yeah, he's played by like Daniel Craig in Glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they'd like this one more than your unionization of the uh, Oompa Loompas? I don't think they wanted anything from me at that. There is, it's a clear, a clear Actually, decision was made. I will not be working up with the Roll Doll Estate <laughs> in any capacity going forward. I don't know how you got into the Roll Doll Estate meeting. I, I think like one of the places owns all the roll doll stuff now and they're just like we're looking to do ip with all the roll doll. like well here's my take we make it about the oompa loompas being enslaved it's about the oompa loompas but it's like love islands yeah <laughs> the oompa loompas yeah i can't get enough of this garbage i want to show you something bill a listener a year or so ago, I was talking on the air about a, uh, a, a there was a sale at the Don Rickles estate. Oh, wow. And a li- I, we were talking about it on the show, and the listener was just like, well, I bid on some stuff. And then he won. He's like, I don't live in Los Angeles. They won't ship it to me. If you pick it up, you can have some of the stuff. So I was like, yeah, of course, I'll go pick it up and mail it to you. It was... Five ties and five belts. So this is one of Don Rickles' stage ties. 
Wow. And his belt. The tie is nice. <laughs> the belt is a little... It's like yeah, a belt. stretchy <laughs> belt. It's a little depressing. You realize Don's Don had some weight fluctuation with this stretchy belt. It's like an exercise band. It is. It's like an old-fashioned <laughs> exercise thing. You should just tie it to the wall and get a good workout in. Yeah. Yeah. So if you ever want, I wonder if there could be a move. Maybe we do a thing about if we wear the tie, you become like you like. We get um, we rickles, we get rickles AI in there, and just like kind of match it, like like inviting me to come over and look at the ties. I want you to wear the tie, Bill. Let me wear the ties and the All belt, right. hopefully. <laughs> Ideally, the belt and tie, at least the tie though. The, <laughs> the belt, not so much actually. Um, so I know everybody is on ice with everything. Mm. What does a 2024 hold for a Bill Hader? Oh, I don't know. I mean, Duffy and I are writing stuff, but not now, but we okay. were. But we continue writing stuff when we everything picks mm-hmm. back up. Yeah, so just like with everybody else, just just chilling. Just I don't know. The ride, trying yeah. to ride it out, yeah. Yeah. The, finishing the show was a big, uh, you know, it's like, six years of constant work and so i think just slowly getting my brain and personality back is good that's a good thing you need your personality back (laughs) please by all means do anything you can to get that personality back and your brain back um i can't bill i can't thank you enough for popping in and saying hi this is amazing you're one of my favorites and it's such a treat thank you bud all right I will talk to you soon. Yeah, man. Okay. See you, All right, bye. And Duffy, you can stay as long as you want. You okay. have the golden ticket on the best show. If I'm Charlie, no, I'm Willy Wonka. You have the fake golden ticket, though, Tom. No, That's you the get question. the. I give Am the I, real ones out. I'm Willy Wonka. Ticket. I feel like that was loaded after. Yeah. That. How you doing? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Again, just riding out the strike. Yeah. Out there on the picket lines, you know. Yeah. I know. We can talk about the fun stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. The fun <laughs> stuff, like happy. walking the picket line. Um, yeah. I'm going to take a call. Let's go back to the phone. Oh, there are no calls. 201-989-0012. We've been working on this list of the 100 biggest wads of all time. Anybody come to mind, Duffy? Well, I saw you got Bill Maher on there already, right? Got Bill Maher on there already. One. Um, Skip Bayless is on there already? Skip Bayless is on there, yes. Okay. I'm not up to date on the list, so I'm sorry okay. if I'm throwing out one. No, 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 no. Um, who else we got here? Did you put uh, Gutfeld on there? We put um, Jesse Waters on. Okay, I feel like we can't do all of them. That's true, okay. So we have um, Jesse Waters on with Waters World. Who else? It's a fun show. Dang, I got. Let's circle back to this. Let me. You I, give think, it, I feel like I just gave three obvious ones, nah. but I well, you give it a thing. You give it a thing. What's uh? Hey, uh, uh, Brett, what are we doing next? Uh, we're waiting on a guest in the studio. Okay. Okay. And who's who's in studio here? Ah. That's a fun one. Should we play a song? 
and come back. We're going to play a song and we'll come back. Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals because I don't smell them. Oh my goodness. Welcome back to Best Show 24, the best show 24-hour marathon we are doing here. Can we kill the music? Thank you. Uh, Again, we got a Patreon, folks. Patreon.com slash the best show. That's how you support the show. I would love, love, love to get some new people on board for the patreon if you're enjoying this programming you keep it going and support us and there'll be more of it well there'll never be more of this i'm never doing this again i know i said that last year this year i truly mean it um but because there's that moment when you talk to like we get bob odenkirk on he's just like how long have you been up for but you just feel like a day and a half and he's like, he's like, okay, these are choices we make. And I want to welcome to the studio a choice that I made was to, and this is the greatest choice I've ever made in my life, to have in the studio. Our friend Jake Fogelnest is here. How are you, Jake? I'm great, Tom. It's so great to see you. Good to see you. You have this thing on lockdown. Thank you. The second 24-hour marathon. Amazing. I appreciate it. So much fun. We're having so much fun. And and an and added treat. You see this shirt? You see the shirts I wear? The Black Sabbath. Has anybody worn that Black Sabbath shirt more than I have? The one, the paranoid shirt. The artist and the best show artist, house artist, Jeff T. Owens is in studio from Florida. Get up on that mic. Oh, hello. Hi. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Thank you. You came from Florida. Right. Yep. Yeah. And it's so exciting here. Look, Jeff is one of my favorite people and my favorite artists. The work is unbelievable. Look at this. This is the Goodfellas thing. It's like the, hey, does it look like anybody we know? Does it look like anybody we know? Um, so it is, it is amazing to have you both here. What's, uh, what's happening? I have a lot of Jeff T. Owens shirts in okay. my collection, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm, I'm just uh, I was hanging out with the dogs, which my daughter was probably really psyched about. She likes dogs. She likes dogs. Yeah, those dogs are amazing. Amazing. What a great thing. Um, 
It's beautiful. It's uh, there's the atmosphere mm-hmm. outside the studio. Just so you know, it a, AP Mike is getting great content. Yeah, he's getting great content, mm-hmm. and everybody's happy. It's a celebration of of Tom. It really is a celebration, and I appreciate the support. And it's so nice to be surrounded by so many friends when we do this and we do it all together. It's a true blast. And uh, yeah, and there's things we haven't even seen. There's guests we haven't met yet. There's things we haven't seen yet. There's so many things that are going to happen. What's that? Okay. Okay. I'm not sure. Hello. Hello. Hi. I'm being censored. Okay. It's Johnny Doily. Johnny Doily. Ow. Ooh. Thanks for having me on, Tom. Okay, I didn't know if we were actually having you on, but it's welcome to the Here. to the show. Hello. Johnny Doily. Johnny Doily. Yeah. I am a a, a bit of a, a disruptor and a okay. a activist. Um, I'm being censored by big tech, big pharma, and I wanted to come on the show. Thank you for having me. I think I'm a wad, and I'd like to be a top ten wad. Mm-hmm. And you want to be a wad? I want to be a wad. I think I've earned it. Okay. And Jake, yeah, I sort of get your whole deal immediately, and uh, you, I think you, you do get it because it's very awkward, right? It, now. Well, you, it, it's. It's this sort of modern day intentional confrontational awkwardness that yes. is being pushed uh, upon me, and I—that's it. I I, I understand. I'm point. going on tour. Mm-hmm. I called my show the Devaccinated Tour, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I don't perform for vaccinated people. Okay. So I do a prayer, right? Not to God, but to people's bodies, right? Where I devaccinate people spiritually before I perform to them, right? And it's actually been proven to shave some of the spikes off the proteins. Okay. You know? So, Mark Zuckerberg, please bleep that out, won't let anyone see my posts on Facebook and the new new app Instagram, right? So, I had to change it. Mm -hmm. Censorship. Change okay, so it's censorship. Yeah, I'm That's not right. exactly sure how it's censorship, but I'll take your word for it. Well, well I guess they put, be my guest and take. Yeah, they put a, a sort of like I guess if you use the word vaccine, they they flag it. Uh, yes, because there's a lot of people who were putting out misinformation. Am on, I? Uh, uh, yeah, and, and I spelled it with three X's to make it sexy. Can you believe that? I don't know who you are. That's What's Jeff. Up, that's Jeff. Up, Jeff T. He's Owens. an artist. Jeff T. Owens is an artist. I'm an artist too, man. A confrontational artist. I see. Okay. Right. Do you do, what do you do? Is it? St- I've been picketing the picketers. Okay. I've been driving around and honking. But, but I, I I mean professionally. Like are, I do are a, a podcast called Essential Worker, mm-hmm. right? And I spread my word, right? I I am a a professional contrarian, right? Uh-huh. You say some say something. Okay, um, I'm having a nice time today. You feel like shit, and you don't. Sorry, I know I can't swear. It's okay. More it's censorship. Okay. 
That's not in your best interest. I'm not censoring you. You say what you want to say. This is a this is a, a zone for freedom and expression. Yes. Yeah. No. I don't, no one's against you. Yeah. Thank you. But also, no one's necessarily for you. For you. That's yeah. a yeah. Right. I've got I got podcast episodes coming back. I've been zooming with Drew Barrymore. Okay. okay. I've been. Uh, yeah, that's sort of because right now she's in uh, a sort of a situation coming back. There's a strike. There's two strikes going on. Yeah. yeah. And and you're doing a well, I've got solidarity with her. And you're protesting the protesters. I'm I'm driving by picketers. the I'm driving by the, 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 the picketers. So you picket the picketers. That's what you I said. Picket I... the picketers. Mm-hmm. And why? Because I'm with the studios. Because it's individual liberty. That's what I'm talking about. Anyone who gets together and tries to make a collective and beg for money, they're beggars, right? And we've got to be individuals with strong bodies, right? That fight the vaccine with our own, that fight the, fight the COVID, right? Mm-hmm. With our own uh, white blood cells, right? There's, sure. there's a lot going on right there. Let me ask right. you, I'll just ask you a question. When you put out a podcast, right, um, or I'm assuming you put out videos. What platforms do you put these out on? All the ones, all the so all the big ones. Apple, Apple, Spotify, Spotify, YouTube, YouTube. Aren't, yes. W- would you f- say that perhaps maybe you are beholden to the revenue streams from those platforms? These big tech. It's a great point. There's a lot of. It's a it's a it's a high level corporate uh, compromise, I would say you're making. Yeah. And I don't play by their rules. Right. Just like you, Tom. Whose rules? The rules of the people that make the sites that dictate the rules that I need to go by to do my thing and be free. Right. I'm trying to bring back the idol. Right. The I- I'm trying to make the myself. Show, I'm trying to idol? bring back the idol where I'm Tedros. Ted okay, I'm right? I'm actually with you on that. I, yeah. I enjoyed the idol. I enjoyed the idol. I I thought it was. I don't have Lily Rose Depp. You know who I have. Okay. Yeah, I, what do you I, got? Lucy Busey. Is that Gary? Lucy Busey's Gary Busey's, Gary Busey's niece. That's right. All right. So well, Lucy. So it's you're gonna you're looking to bring back the idol where you will play Tedros. All filmed at my place. Just like on the series. Just like on the series. Do you, do you have a similar home to the to the weekend? It's a small apartment, right? Okay. But we got the green screen in there. Okay. Right. So we got the green screen, so you, you can, can do anything. anything. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I understand. And then that. the digital te- technology. Sure. That is, that goes along with that. Yeah. I'm shooting it on the phone. Lucy Busey's in the zone, right? Okay. And it's just wonderful. It's a really great opportunity for me. And so I'm making content. But they're trying to shut me down. Well, the idol on HBO, that was uh, from the sick and twisted minds of Sam Sam, Levinson. Sam Levinson and and the weekend. Abel Tesfaye. Yeah. uh, Abel Tesfaye, yeah. So that is sort of their intellectual property. IP, exactly. That's their IP. But you're going to do the idol. Yeah. What what, what claim do you have to this? What claim do I have? Yeah. Well. I want to do it. They're not doing it, right? Okay. Well, that's not enough of that. Doesn't give you the right to do it. They do own. Yeah, the, they own it, right? Yeah, but it's underground. It's punk rock. You guys know what that's like. You know what punk rock underground stuff is sure, like, no, right? I'm fully aware. Yeah. yeah. So you do it in your house. You put it out, and 
I'll put it out anywhere. If it has to be a puppet show, I'm going to do it. Because I want to see what happens in season two. No one's doing it. Mm-hmm. Except for me. Right. And this will land on, I'm assuming. Hopefully it will land with an audience. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing, when you say puppet show. Puppet. Is this like a Bob Baker marionette kind of thing? When I say puppet show, I'm not talking about the Biden administration. All right. I, I didn't think of, you were. I'm talking yeah. about, yeah, marionettes, Bob Baker. Mm-hmm. Right. If I have to, you know, work with them, I will. They're great. I love mm-hmm. Bob Baker. Okay. Right. Sure. Any kind of marionette company. Get at me. That's why I'm here. So you're, if I'm getting this straight, you want to do season two of The Idol in your apartment with marionettes. Not want to do. I'm doing. And with Gary Busey's niece. Mm Self-directing, self-writing. And you'll be playing the role of Tedros. Tedros. I'm Tedros. Mm -hmm. I've got the cult, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone loves me. Uh And I'm a coolest. And like, it's very sexy. And I like, you know have sex with the girls it's great you know very problematic but right on the edge problematic is a yeah. is an interesting word um and it's it gets hot. it gets thrown around a lot lately mm-hmm. i throw it around yeah what what do you consider problematic what they're doing to me right who whoever didn't let me call my show jake devaccinated tour Right. Okay. Because I got little things that say you can't monetize. That was you can't monetize. My, that was my on next YouTube, Instagram. You mean you've been demonetized on YouTube. On YouTube, Instagram, uh-huh. because like a lot of these guys, you know, I'm just saying the truth. I'm trying to, I'm trying to speak truth to power, and they don't want to hear that stuff. They just want little pictures of apparently really young girls in bikinis <laughs> that they constantly show me. That's mm-hmm. what's cool, and I'm not cool because I want to devaccinate people. You know, I want to start a movement of devaccination. I'm starting to feel like you're a little bit killing it. All sure, I guess you could put it that way. But uh, you're a little bit uh, Scat- it's scattered. scattered. It's yeah, scattered. It's scattered. Scattered. That's how I work, right? I'm ADHD diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so don't be prejudiced against that and do you take a medication for adhd yeah it's called three vivants a day okay right and you you were diagnosed this or did you self-diagnose i Mm self-diagnosed i tried adderall made me jittery right yeah and then i tried ritalin it made me into zombie right these are drugs that big pharma shoves down the gullets of our children right so then i took vivants and it was great Mm-hmm. And it keeps me up, but I can still sleep. So it's a matter of, it's not even, so what you're basically saying is if a drug does not align with your body chemistry, then big pharma is shoving it down your throats. But when one works for you. That's right. Then you're for big pharma. Then you're for big pharma. That's yeah. right. Right. And big agro, right? Ag, right? Because I went gluten free so I could be proud of my poo poo. Okay. Okay. Well, that's important. And that's. And they're thick and rich and big now, but I, I think before I was gluten free. See, I I don't I was eating that stuff and it liquefied it. I don't want to okay. censor you, but yeah. I just I I'd rather I, not talk about yeah. this. Just out of a sense of decorum, I just rather not talk yeah. about it. It's just not your like, preference, right? It's not my preference, so yeah. I won't do it because I'm on your show. Mm-hmm. I'm the only guest who's ever had to pay 
you 40 bucks, right, to get on the show. <laughs> pay me anything. I would like to pay you. <laughs> you I'm join, happy I to pay you. just join the Patreon. First of all, you yeah. are not invited on the show. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to pay you to How be on the show. How did you even find out about this? I saw the dogs, and I wanted to adopt a dog, and so okay. that, I, I just followed my nose, and, and now, you know, wherever there's a camera, it's like, I'm I'm there, you know, I'm trying to... Do I'm, you, do you, the apartment where you're filming the idols my apartment two. yeah is yes. that you live in the area or are you do i live in the area yeah north hollywood okay so you are in the neighborhood you are in the neighborhood yeah wow. i'm a neighbor okay. yeah hi neighbor yeah you know should is it, it's a, meeting your neighbors it's a political act right to meet your neighbors to meet sure. your neighbors you go and meet your neighbor that's a political act what isn't a it, political act to you um sitting on your uh sitting on your bum at, at home, uh, doing nothing, playing a uh, playing a uh, Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom, that's for lazy people. It's something I don't do often, mm -hmm. right? Okay, <laughs> but you're more about yeah. action. I'm more about action, right? And that's why I'm driving by these protesters, beeping my horn, but not in solidarity, in in protest animosity. It seems like yeah, it seems like that's right. And how would you like this strike to end? In a physical duel between David Zaslov and Fran Drescher, right? So you want David Zaslov, okay. right? John Wick Four to do. You want David Zaslov <laughs> and Fran Drescher to do a John Wick Four style. John Wick Four. They take the paces thirty paces. Then for some reason it's ten. Then it's they keep yeah. shooting yeah. to draw out a long duel. Yeah. Right. Fran Drescher with her funny voice. David Zaslov. We've just met. The guns are loaded by Bill Maher. I, 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 I don't like that. I, part I have at all. just met you. That's because your your mind isn't open. No, okay. I, I, I already feel like young. I have a very complicated relationship with you as a personality. Right. And I, I feel like there's parts of you where I'm like, yeah, okay, he, I'm on board, and and then you take these hard swings where I go, I got no, I got no, I can't, I can't yeah. get behind that. Thank you for speaking to that. No problem. That's my controversy. It's not for everyone, is it? Can I have this coffee? You mind if I bring some of this home? Um, yes, I actually do. It's it's not mine to give away. I was just kidding about that. Okay. Don't need to buy it. Don't need to have coffee. Your coffee. Now, can I... Own. This is not to pry. Right. Johnny Doily. Right. You... What is your background in terms of, like, what were your... What was your childhood like? What are your parents like? Are you, like... Like, in terms of the social economic strata where where did you what was your background uh i didn't have parents right so you i didn't have parents yeah i was born and raised in uh uh wexford uh pennsylvania and uh i um <laughs> wexford pennsylvania yeah pa north of pittsburgh and okay. um so it was a hard scrabble youth right mm -hmm. i had to work I was a child labor guy. So it's just like I pulled myself up by my bootstraps and socioeconomically, I, I'm i still the same place. Yeah. I haven't really moved forward, but move. what's valuable to me isn't necessarily money, sure. but thank you for asking about my financial status. Sure. Were you trying to fish to see if I was Nepo baby? I was just was curious. Right. I just didn't know, I, and I just, the thing that, that that answer begged more questions. Right. What, what's going on there? You're doing a 
prayer? Uh, just a little. Uh, no, I don't believe in God. Atheist. Okay. Right? Sure. Okay. That tracks. God's for kids. Right? Sure. Like it's it's a fairy tale. Yeah. These things are fairy tales. It's a fairy tale. Just like uh, Superman. The Dead like devil. Super, yeah. The, those the are, part I'm yeah. struggling with is, and this might sound, okay, again, you're praying, you're right. some sort of. The thing I'm struggling with or very curious about is if I'm piecing together what he's saying, are you even you're are you British? Yeah. <laughs> that's the part I'm I'm that's the thing where, because that's where it comes in that I in life we walk through we go through life, right? And we take things that work for us, right? And it's like if I'm just weird guy from, you know, PA People are like, oh, who's that? But if I'm British, it's like, that's an interesting guy. So, right. I want to meet so that you're guy. not British. I want to meet that. Well, well, am I or am I not? Because you take things like you've taken things. You've been like, I like this T-shirt. I'm going to wear this because this helps me. Mm-hmm. You've been like, I want this type thing. <laughs> that helps me. And what I've done is just you talk a certain way, you know, you're right. from New York. And so you talk a certain way. So what helps me to... Uh, be sexy and get people attracted to me is being a foreigner in right it's an odd it's an odd form of cultural it's an attention grabber yeah right it's an attention grabber so it's ultimately about the attention well the attention economy is what i'm gaming you see sure and since i don't have you know the ability to be sexy in a bikini i've got to use my ideas Jeff, are you you're getting all this right? You're, uh, yeah, yeah. A, I'm trying a, to absorb any questions, it, Jeff. Uh, I'll, I'll refrain from questions right now. I'm Please, not, man. Just taking it in. I like yeah. your vibe. Thank you. Because he's, he's not accepting. asking you questions. He's not challenging me. You know. Yeah. I like so, that. And you prefer that. Yeah. He's kind of mellow. Mm-hmm. I want to hear your art or whatever. Maybe see it. What is it? What's your art? Uh, visual stuff, graphics. That's cool, man. T-shirts. I'll check it out, and if I like it, I'll put it out there because I, I like to help artists. Right on. Because I'm one. So when you say you, you'll put it out there to help artists, like would you take maybe some art that Jeff has made and mm. then put it on your own social media platforms? I could. That's yeah. something you would. No, we don't see it because I'm banned. You know, I'm mm. very censored, but it'll help a little bit. You know, the spirit in spiritually there's demonetized. And then there's also deplatformed. Like yeah. if, if I wanted to right. find you on, uh, I'm, I'm assuming you're on X or Twitter, whatever it's called now. I love X. Yeah. Elon, big shout out. Mm-hmm. So you're an Elon Musk fan. I'm an Elon Musk fan. I like what he did in Ukraine. Messing with oh, the terrible messing with the Starlink. Sure. So they couldn't bomb the ship. Right. We started a nuclear war. Right, Elon. Good job, mm. man. I like how you dress like a priest. It's cool. He dresses like a reverse priest. I see what you're saying. I right. see it. Yeah. There's always that one cool photo. Dude. What's that one photo of him that always seems like he's like dressed like a superhero on at on the red carpet? What is that? Right. I, I think he's a super villain, kind of mm. like the aesthetic. Sure. But he's saving the world practically mm-hmm. with his Teslas. Yeah. Now, where are you at on all the Marvel DC movies? Is that something? The best. The best? Right? Really? Okay. Whatever the most popular thing is, right? That's what's hypnotizing the masses, right? And so they can stay poor, right? And we 
who understand things mm -hmm. can climb on their backs on the use the fruits of their labor right to rise up hasn't worked for me yet but i like the hypnotizing factor and the first 10 minutes of aquaman one with jason momoa is one of the weirdest little short films i've ever seen in my life sure so to you that's experimental cinema yeah i love what, what you're saying. i love what they're doing with the flash too yeah that's yeah. just great that is the yeah. ezra ezra miller is in the flash right that's right cool God, dude I, he's in vampire weekend right no he's not i'm bummed i miss it a good yeah. good band so it wait so you said band, you band. said you were just walking by and you the, you saw the dogs and you came in but I saw the dogs and i'm attracted to dogs right, right? but then you just inferred that you heard heard vampire weekend or guests on the show right so well i was, I was i'm just trying to i'm just trying to tom is a old friend of mine i'm just sort of trying to yeah. be protective a little bit here of, mm -hmm. right like you have a where you have a four horsemen that sort of take care of situations sure, like balance this. yeah um right. i met the four horsemen you did yeah they're out they're out and about um and they let you i'm a big in. fan of egg food what you like egg shout food out what? to mike wow. okay yeah. right. um i love egg food what that's my thing that's your thing yeah. okay now i'm getting a clearer picture of things uh we do have to move on i just want to ask you johnny doily that's right are are there any are you are you doing any public appearances with any of this that's right it's the red white and blue pill tour red white and blue pilled because i've taken the pills that make me american right Red, white, and blue. You, you, you're taking to pills to make you American? Don't confuse yeah. me. But you have Don't a British accent. Don't yeah. get it and wrong. And you're from Pennsylvania. Yeah. I'm going on tour, right? First show, Toronto. That's 10-4. Good buddy. October 4th, right? Then, Philly, Pittsburgh. Check out the website, johndaily.computer. Or check out my social, my limited socials. I'm doing New York, Toronto, Chicago, Philly, Pittsburgh, L.A., and then maybe Boston. <laughs> so okay, okay. So look, and up, are these yeah. these keep are, your eyes open, Bostonites? These right? are lectures that you're yeah. doing. Or? I do lectures, right, right. where I devaccinate the crowd and then I indoctrinate yeah. them into my way of thinking. This might be the worst thing I've ever said, but I think right. you're starting to make sense to me now. Yeah, and when you start you're, making sense, right? start making talking sense. Heads. Yes, talking heads. It's the time opposite. for our heads to start talking. When you're in Boston, it might be time for a tea party, the tea being truth. That's right. I'm going to spill the I'm tea. I'm really starting to. It's going to be a I'm tea. I'm on board. Yeah. I, I, you know, this might be, I'm, I'm sitting here in a Brett Easton Ellis podcast t-shirt, and I'm, yeah. I, I think I'm on board with this guy. Get on board. so, too. Because it's a choo-choo train that is going towards truth station, mm -hmm. and it's going to be I like choo-chooing all the way there. Sure. It's a fun ride, right? Uh, it is it's certainly a fun ride for me. Great. Johnny Doily, I want to thank you for coming by. And people can check you out. Uh, you got tour dates. and uh, Cool. I'll make, get them again? I'll make a check out for cash. Sure. 40 well, bucks. It's okay. I don't want your money. Okay. Johnny Doily. That's cool with me, too. Where do people get the dates again? Uh, come check out my tour. At John Daly, Graham, dot, uh, on on Instagram. And then johndaily.computer is my website. All the ticket links there. Great. That's right. That's amazing. And Jake Fogelness, of course, I want to thank you for 
swinging by and, pleasure, and helping me with talk to Johnny sure. and Jeff Owens, of course, the amazing artist. Where do people get your stuff, Jeff? Um, I'm on Instagram at my metal hand and uh, I have a little shop mm-hmm. called Tasteful Shreds. I love all of it. And everybody check it out. Jeff does it and does it and does it. One of my favorite artists. We, I'm told we can go throw it to the best show Forever Dog Theater in the studio, we are about to have some live music from the one and only King Tough. And we will take it away, King Tough. All right. I'm on. You are on. Incredible. Thanks so much for having me. My name's King Tough. Uh, this is a song about being a total mess and being okay with it. traps looking for scraps on tiles turned gray no hope at all for the cracks in the wall and I have no delusions today buckets and mops and tables and tops Broomsticks and lots of junk in the way Piles of mail and bread going stale And I have no delusions Today Threw all my delusions away I sleep on a cot and I piss in a pot and I have no delusions today through all my delusions away. turned 40 this year and I feel incredible (laughs) 
This song is called Life Begins at 40. Life begins at 40. It's a wonder to behold how decently you still perform, though you are clearly old. Life begins at 40. I find my mind did grow. I'm much more clever nowadays. I know what I don't know. Life begins at 40. When you're nice and plump We all know you can't begin Unless you first give up Life begins at 40 With salt and pepper hair That is of course If you got any left up there Life begins at 40 that's when it gets real good Everything is leaky And you live out in the woods You question your decisions And you can't see your toes But everyone admires The way your eyebrows grows Life begins at 40 So just try and relax Twenties are too horny Thirties are just trash Forties are the real shit You truly become you Lean into eccentricity Get good at making stew Life begins at forty Beginner's luck applies I'm a natural at aging I don't even have to try Life began at 40 It seemed just yesterday My, my, the clock is spinning Now 50's on its way Thank you very much Indeed All right This next song is called It's a Turtle's World because it is. It's a turtle's world. The world is a turtle, a very old turtle, a turtle eternal. It's a turtle's world. It's a turtle's world. It's a turtle's world, a mystical turtle It's somehow at once barren and fertile It's a turtle's world It's a turtle's world It's a turtle's world Not lizard, not goat Not cobra, not crow Not elephants in rows A rose is a rose is a turtle it's a turtle's world It's a turtle's world It's a turtle's world 
Turtle on turtle, all the way up to the tops of the steeples, the tip top of Everest. With the beetles, it's a turtle's world. It's a turtle's world. It's a turtle's world. It's always been turtle. Some people knew it, and other ones blew it. It's always been true. The turtle is you. It's a turtle's world. It's a turtle's world. You don't own your property. It's only a rental. Thinking otherwise is deluded and mental. It's a turtle's world. It's a turtle's world. You don't own your home; it's only a lease. You live on the back of a magical beast. Jump over the hurdle. The beast is a turtle. It's a turtle's world, man. It's always been turtle, turtle all the way. Turtle every day till the turtle at night steps out of the light. It's a turtle's world, though we think it's ours. At the end of our hours, we'll be turtles and flowers in towers and towers of turtles. It's a turtle's world. It's a turtle's world. It's a turtle's world. Indeed. Indeed. All right, I'll play the keyboard now. If it turns on. Can I get the keyboard going? Is that is it on? Um, I think maybe the power strip is off. There she is. There she is. Uh, this is a song about uh, raccoons and uh, the mischief that they make. It's called Cross-Eyed Critters. <laughs> Cross-eyed critter, shit, hold on, alright. Cross-eyed critter sitting in a tree, middle of day, licking his lips, looking down at me. He's not okay, and man, I tell you that's the way it is. Cross-eyed critters and me don't mix. Cross-eyed critter came into my home Messed everything up Tore through the kitchen and the TV zone He broke my stuff 
man, I tell you that's the way it is. Cross-eyed critters and me don't mix. Cross-eyed critters, cross-eyed critters. Man, I tell you that's the way it is. Cross-eyed critters and me don't mix. Damn, that critter was looking sick, sick in the brain, foaming at the mouth in a pile of sticks. Think he's drinking again? Man, I tell you, that's the way it is. Cross-eyed critter isn't easy to fix. Cross-eyed critters. Cross-eyed critters Man, I tell you that's the way it is Cross-eyed critter isn't easy to fix Later he came and apologized For how he behaved He got a little drunk and out of line and so I forgave And man, I tell you that's the way it ends Cross-eyed critters and me are friends And man, I tell you that's the way it is Cross-eyed critters are moving in Alright Do I got time for one more or is that, is that good? I got one more? Alright uh, This is a song by Ivor Cutler You are the center of your little world And I am of mine Together we meet for tea We're two of a kind this is our universe, cups of tea. We have a beautiful cosmos, you and me. We have a beautiful cosmos. What do we speak of whenever we meet? Nothing at all. You sit with a sandwich. I look at a roll Sometimes I open my mouth Then shut it We have a beautiful cosmos You and me We have a beautiful cosmos You are the center of your little world And I am of mine Together we meet for tea, we're two of a kind. This is our universe, cups of tea. We have a beautiful cosmos, you and me. We have a beautiful cosmos. Thank you very much. 
everybody. Welcome back to Best Show 24, the 24-hour marathon. I got a... We are doing it here on a Tuesday that now became Wednesday, and we are in our what now, what now of this? Hour 19, I believe. Never good at math. Not my strong suit. Um, you know what my strong suit is, though? Having the greatest guests ever on my show, and I want to welcome... Keeping that streak alive, Zach, Jerry. Welcome. Hey, to the Tom. Show. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm hanging in there. Good, good. I'm glad. It's so nice to uh, to see you again. How are you in hour 19? I'm doing okay, and we're hanging in there. We're getting it done. We had some pretty amazing guests, but none is amazing. As the one and only Zach Cherry. Now, when you were on the last 24-hour show, you teased something. Oh, I can't tell you all about this thing I'm working on. Oh, it's a big secret. Oh, I can't say what it is. I think now we know what it was the whole time. The great American Bake Off. You couldn't tell us. Yes, I, I do think I was shooting that the last time we talked. Mm -hmm. Yes, and you were doing that, and now you can say what it is. And it's a show. I don't want to get too cute. We're not going to get cute with uh, the, the, the promotion of things. Sure. I, I just want to say, now I know what it was. Now I'm impressed. I want to let you know now. The full impact of that has hit me. You did that show. You shot it. Where did you shoot Great American Bake Off in Waco, We, we shot that in London, actually. Okay. Despite being the Great American, it was over in the Great Britain. Yeah. yeah. Now, when I was in London a couple months ago, me and my lady friend went to something called the Big London bake off it's a clearly fraudulent uh it sounds like work around <laughs> and it was in the back of a bar they had a giant reconstructed set not unlike the show and you had to make a cake and i took it way too seriously my lady friend did not take it as seriously as I was. She was having fun with it, which I should have realized was why we were doing this, not to win a cake baking contest in the back of a bar. I was acting like my life depended on this. Zach, I'm Well, just... even the, sh the show, I think mm -hmm. the prize is you get a cake stand. So mm -hmm. was there a prize for... For the big bake bake off, no, doesn't matter for me though. Just bragging rights enough. As long as somebody is saying, I'm going to consider whether this is better than this or this is better than this. Then I'm just like, well, I need to win this at all costs. 
and spoilers. How'd it go? Not well. <laughs> the cake. What did you attempt to make? Well, it was like kind of like a. It was a fun cake that had ice, like a fake ice cream. Like you made a scoop of ice cream out of dough, and then you put a cone on top, and then you mm. covered it in a thing. It was a three-layered cake. Zach, our cake ended up being the color of. If you do know, uh, like an alien talk, a gray, you know that like, it would be an ugly yeah. car color. It would be like a, it'd be like the car if you were going to buy a car, and you're on the lot, and then you just realize it's like, that's the only car I can afford. This weird gray <laughs> car, still under the under the realm of a car color. Not a cake. Sure. There's not a whole lot of gray cakes out there. But this one yeah, was very like gray. Yeah, it's like the default setting. Yeah, this cake. But for a car. For a car. I'll say this. It should have tasted better than it did. That icing was disgusting because they took all the good flavors. Well, here's my question. I think you might have been set up to fail because why would they even have that color as an option? Well, Zach, you just lift the the scales have been lifted from my eyes on that one let me just say are we choppy on audio people just let me know yeah we're getting some okay. weird audio from the zoom but we're i'm just, not sure okay why. zach if you could talk we're just trying sorting out some audio stuff i see sure yeah <laughs> And this is one of the sad things about getting older. Not old, older. You start to see things from a different perspective. You see Breakfast Club when you're a kid. You're just like, oh, that teacher is such a douche. And then you get older. You're just like, well, the teacher's kind of got a point. These kids suck. And yeah. <laughs> you start to realize that. You see Ferris Bueller. You're like, oh, he's so cool. Then you get older. You're like. This is one of the worst humans that has ever existed. Yeah, he's tough. And yeah, but then you start to see who can you model? Who's the role model for you anymore? And you're a young guy. You don't have to deal with this. I, this is where I'm at. I, the role models get fewer and fewer for who hasn't like gotten to where they wanted to get late in life. You start to see. Grandma Moses is one of the only ones you can hang on. Colonel Sanders, like these were like, oh, Colonel Sanders didn't hit hit it big in chicken till he was 70. It was like, okay, 70. That's I'm up against Colonel Sanders now and Grandma Moses. So if you want if you still have plenty of time if you want to get into chicken. I don't want to get into chicken. I did want to drive a tractor trailer. We're heading into space cowboys territory. Remember that movie where like Clint Eastwood yeah. went back into space? He's a hundred years old. That's gonna I've be actually, me. I think I've seen that movie maybe five times. Really? Can you name yeah, all I used of to the love space that movie. cowboys? Let's see what you if you can. I know Tommy Lee Jones was up there. Yeah, so it's it's think, Clint Eastwood, Tommy Lee Jones. I think was Donald Sutherland one of the space cowboys? I'm not sure if Donald Sutherland was James Garner one of the space cowboys. I'm not sure. If only we there could might find have that. also been two movies that were about old 
astronauts around the same time. Yeah. There was that other movie, Old Astronauts, that was... <laughs> right, like wild hogs and old yeah. dogs situation. Yeah, I need to look at the space count. That must have been the greatest time when they when anybody could just walk in and pitch a movie about old people and just put them in a situation. I want to say this, Zach. Donald Sutherland was one of the four space cowboys, as was James yes. Garner. We were both right. Wow. Now, get these names. So that's the four. Clint Eastwood. His name was Frank Corvin. Okay. One of those names that sounds like a common name that no one on Earth actually has. Sure. Frank yeah. Corvin. Tommy Lee Jones. His character was named Hawk Hawkins. That one's less that's real a, sounding. Yeah. James Garner's character, Tank Sullivan. Which is ironic. I think he was in the movie Tank also, James Garner. Wow. And then Donald Sutherland, Jerry O'Neill. That's a real guy. Jerry O'Neill's a real one. Frank Corvin, no. There's no Frank Corvins out there. So you, you spent, how much time did you spend in England doing that? About a month. That's fun. You yeah, and... yeah, I got real comfortable, mm-hmm. and you got to work with one of, I'll say it, one of the the true villains of show business, bad person, Ellie Kemper. The words out, <laughs> she's an awful human. No, she's one of the nicest people you've ever could meet. Well, we were we were competing to outdo each other on who could be the the most awful while we were over there. To really represent America. Yeah. You ever feel like you just want to be a terrible, ugly American? Just be like, when you're there, you're like, why is it not air conditioned in here? Well, it was more that I I did feel that people immediately knew I was American before I spoke, before I, just something about how I was Mm-hmm. Maybe it was even what I was doing or when the times of day, but mm-hmm. I felt uh, spotted immediately everywhere yeah. over there. So you felt like everybody could tell you were an American immediately. Big time. I spoke to my friend Matt Berry about this when we were in London, and I said, Matt, can you spot an American amongst these crowds? He was like, from a mile away. And I was like, oh, no, what? <laughs> He's like, you just feel it. You can. It's the clothes. It's the way they walk. Everything. You can spot the Americans. So I imagine my clothes didn't help. I also, I don't know if they do backpacks over there. I'm a big, I like to have a backpack with me when mm-hmm. I'm exploring a city. I'm, I need all my, you know, sure. I need my tissues and my, so you know, whatever else whatever I got. It is. And then exactly. So, you know, that might have been a contributing factor. That could definitely be a contributing factor. Then you find out that things you need to buy that you didn't have are kind of close to what you're looking for, but they're like just different enough that you're like, what is this going to be like? Uh, 
my lady friend had a was fighting a cold. So we got some advice from the best show's own Jason Dudio Gore said, go get this stuff called Night Nurse. It's a cough syrup called Night Nurse. And he and I so, did not encounter that. Well, get you it's behind the counter, but you can just walk up to the counter and go, I'd like some night nurse, please. And they go, Who's it for? You go, It's for an adult. Then they go, Are they pregnant? No, they're not. Okay, here's night nurse. And you buy it. It's the strongest stuff ever. Night nurse here would be a party. It would be a party drink. Like people would put it in there. It's like it seems like a very Houston kind of thing when they would have their sure the purple drink and all of that. It's like, but there it's just like, oh, it's night nurse. You want some night nurse to help you? She took the night nurse. She was almost out. Uh, she was out cold. <laughs> like it was amazing. It was like, what's in that stuff? It's very strong. Tread lightly with Night Nurse. Every, everything over there does have slightly different names. So even if yeah. you look at the label, mm -hmm. it's all words you've never seen before. So yeah, I, I did have a cold while I was over there and I was trying to just find anything I recognized, <laughs> but it was it was a challenge. Mm -hmm. Well, next time you're there, you go to the counter, you say and do a British accent while you go. That's I think that might help, too, if you're like, sure. I'd like some Night Nurse, please. And then, yeah, people always appreciate you trying to, uh, you know, sure. to reach across the yeah. the cultural exactly. gap. Yeah, and the the first time your impression doesn't track, then they're just like, "What's this guy's deal? Is he does he <laughs> yeah. think he's putting one over on us? Does he just have mental problems? I don't know why he's doing a very bad British accent." Right, I'd like when some you were there, please. Did did you find yourself slipping into it? I found myself picking up on certain phrases and words like I would just start to like say things were fantastic and excellent and like yes. like a certain type of expression I I slid into. How about you? Yeah, I would say things were uh were rather good. You'd say they were rather okay. Yeah, and like things like yeah. that. It's the tiniest of adjustment, but you totally fall into the rhythm. I can understand how Madonna would suddenly be like, all right, who's doing this, right? Like suddenly you're like, how'd you get there? And now you go there for a couple of weeks and you're like, oh, I see how. I see how she ended up there. You don't quite get there, but you're you're on the path. No, because she was presenting herself as if she was a duchess. <laughs> like. Yes. Like hello, I'm I'm Madonna yes. now. You're like, you're from Michigan. But she was also she was, was she married to a Brit at the time? Guy Ritchie was that was that while yeah that was in her Guy Ritchie yeah. era. So you know, it That's uh true. it seeps in. But he was another guy who was acting like what they call mockney, where you're he's at he's he's kind of doing a a, a like a lower class. British accent to kind of minimize his posh actual reality oh. of being fancy. I did not know that. Yeah, he was. People f call him. They say he has a Mockney accent. 
like a fake. I never even heard of that possibility. Yeah. Well, I might have to. What's the American version of that? It would be like if you ever ask a a British person to um, do an American accent. These are the ones I've figured they come out. And maybe this is what our version that would be. They either go. Hey, dude, how's it going? What's up, dude? <laughs> like a weird California accent. Or yes. they do, how's it going? You know, like they, like they do a Texas thing. That they, th- they think yeah. Texas is, they think like a Texas thing is a Southern accent. Like, right. how y'all doing now? What the, like, then, or the rooster from Looney Tunes. <laughs> yes, Foghorn Leghorn. Yes, foghorn leghorn style. Or they end up doing like look here, you can't tell me what to do. Like this the most flattened out accent you've ever heard. Well that that you see in in film and television quite a bit. That that version of it. Look here. You can't tell me who to that's my wife you're talking to. You'd better be careful over there. <laughs> Look here, buddy. If you're not careful, I'm going to get angry. Yeah. Watch your step, pal. <laughs> Look here, buddy. That's good. Um. Yeah, maybe I'll just sort of adopt that for a while. I think that'd be very cool. And I think everyone in England would really appreciate it to see you just start talking like that when they're like, I saw this guy on TV. That's not his voice. I literally heard him talk on television. I know what his voice sounds like. He's making fun of us. <laughs> well, they, they they think I'm making fun of of them mm-hmm. by by really I'm just sort of turning a mirror onto my own uh you, yes, my you, own society. You really are put, turning the mirror on society, which is something we look for from our entertainers. We look for them to be truth tellers, and yeah, that's my thing. Yeah, that's, well, look, it, it goes without saying that it's your thing, Zach. Zach, what is the what is the rest? I know there's a strike, and everybody's doing that. And what is the rest of 2023 looking like for a Zach Cherry? I I truly have no idea. We, you know, we're in a bit of a holding pattern. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm just hanging in there. I'm 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 reading a lot of books and I'm playing a lot of video games and I'm walking a lot. That's amazing. That's what I'm up to. So amazing. I yeah, keeping busy. I'll say this: I'm looking forward to when you can be you and the the strike settled and you can be untethered from all this stuff because you you're about to fly my friend you are so close for takeoff you're on the runway you're on the runway right now waiting to find out uh where the next plane up and then suddenly like oh we got a little bit of a delay now we're just gonna ask you to hold tight that's you you were next in line to take off and it's coming it's coming my friend well, I I appreciate that. Ho- hopefully, but they need they got to like empty the bathroom and uh, you know yeah. check a few more boxes before. Sure. Um, yes, no, it, it, you're gonna have a you're. I'm very excited for everything you've got going on, and 
I appreciate you also being a part of the show today, and it's always a thrill to get to talk to you, and I appreciate you being a, checking in with it. Of course. Thank you. All right, my friend. Somebody just said in the chat, no pits for this, Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Wasn't that sweet? No pits for this, Thank Cherry. Thank you. Sounds like uh Thank you. Yeah. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, see you, Tom. Okay, have a great day. All right. Hey, Tom. Yes. Uh, we just need one minute to reset our equipment because it's been running for 20 hours straight and it's getting a little, a little one fried. One minute. I will not allow it. So what we do got you a good guest coming What would you like me to do? Uh, just let the audience know that uh, we're going to go quiet for one minute so we can reset our equipment and then we got a great guest coming up in one minute. Is the guest here? Yes. Okay. I like this. We're going to, everybody, I was just talking to the producer. It sounded like I was having a conversation with myself. We need to reset the equipment because we've been going for 20 hours straight. We're going to reset the equipment now. It's going to go quiet for about a minute. And then we're going to be back with a guest to beat all guests. We'll be right back. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Byrne, segment producer Michael Lisk. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.